Hey, oozes and bunnies. This is a preview of the most recent party planning, an extra podcast that the Join the Party crew makes for our Patreon. If you want to listen to the whole thing, go to patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. Check out this preview. Hi, Julia. Hey, Amanda. What's up? I heard that we had such a good time in our last party planning that we're going to do it one more again. It's like having a party and then being like, all right, this was so dope. Let's reschedule this for next month. And then you just do it all over again. You're like, this is great. We should make this a recurring thing. Unfortunately, we only have 12 tarot cards left, so we can't make it a recurring thing. But we can at least finish out the Major Arcana. And I think that's a real win obsessed uh how did you like folks reactions to the first time around i was so glad people liked it i i feel very strongly that our listeners and our patrons in particular are people who like play D very similar to us which is why they like join the party so much and so knowing that like this thing that is so quintessentially D D, it like adapting it into something that is more likely to be used at people's tables is a really nice like it it, it certainly like validates me and that's all me... that matters to me yeah uh i, I listen validation <laughs> is a human uh endeavor that we are all allowed to want mm-hmm. um but no i uh, i was so glad that people are excited to use it in their home campaigns i know there are several groups um uh parties uh, of dnd players who met in the discord and may or may not you know surprise each other with this kind of plot maneuvering uh so stoked and i can't wait to turn my like i don't know uh suddenly conflict loving brain to the rest of the major arcana yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. We got we got 12 more cards left to do, which means we are a little under halfway, because if I remember correctly, there's 22 cards in the Major Arcana, but I think we can breeze right through these and, and have a great time and come up with some great ideas. Uh, but first, Amanda, I feel like we got to like check in with each other. How you doing? How are things? Things are good? Oh, Julia, uh, things are things are uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, no, a lot, uh, lot going on. Uh, thinking about you know, what I want to do next year. This time of year always makes me feel, uh, you know, very pressured um, to, you know, like accomplish um, and and to accomplish next year as well in a way that's both good and bad. Like I, I like feeling useful. I like feeling um, like I have things to look forward to. And as much as I crave rest, whenever I'm resting, I'm like, you know, I want it to be like accomplishment one rest. Um, and so I know that's not, you know, a thousand percent what I should be aiming for. And also this time of year, like my therapist is away. My yoga studio is closed. My synagogue is closed. And so like all the things I normally do to make myself feel like me, um, I have to get a little more creative. And so it's, you know, neither good nor bad, but I am very excited to, uh, as of the day of recording two days from now, uh, hang out with you and exchange some presents and have some brunch. It's going to be great. I got you guys your gifts. I'm so excited. Oh, I feel thanks. like you're going to like them a lot. Um, I 
<laughs> I'm having a weird, it's going to be a weird recording, everyone. I'm a little punch drunk because, uh, because it's right before the holidays and it's the last garbage pickup before the holidays. We were like, we have to make sure we tip the garbage men, which is a thing. I don't know if that's like a universal thing, but that's a thing that like we do on Long Island, certainly. Uh, and yeah. our garbage men are great. So like we always give them a nice, generous tip. But I like. And Jake used to work sanitation, so he knows the feeling. Yes. And his dad was a sanitation guy as well. So like it's, it's a whole thing. Um, but I wasn't sure when they were going to get here. I didn't sleep super great last night. So I set my alarm for like seven o'clock. I'm like, God, I hope that's early enough. You know, we'll, we'll see. And uh, my alarm went off and I like laid there for probably 30 seconds, you know, just being like, okay, we can wake up. We can do this. And then like in the distance, like hearing a Tyrannosaurus Rex approach in Jurassic <laughs> Park, I hear the you hear it coming. of a garbage truck coming. And I'm like, <laughs> and like threw on my robe, threw on sneakers and like ran outside. And the garbage man looked at me like I was insane. They were like, I mean, you're not going to tape an envelope full of cash to your garbage can. Like you're, exactly. you, you want to give it to them. Exactly. You want to hand it to them to make sure that they, they get it first yeah. off. And these guys are like all bundled up. I am like solely in just a robe and sneakers. Tough. And I saw one of the guys look at the other one and like, first off, didn't ha have time to brush my hair. So it's like <laughs> all over the place. And then I, I, the one guy goes, you have to take that from her. And like, I'm like, I'm a normal person. I swear. I just woke up and I want it. Otherwise, you, would get, you wouldn't get it for the holiday. Like, I want to make sure you guys have it for the holidays. And then they were very appreciative. But I did look like a wild person. And then I did not fall back asleep. And then yeah. I drank three cups of coffee. So Oh, sure. I, I must admit, though, the winter is fun because I can just put my coat on and appear to be put together, even if I am wearing like full pajamas underneath, uh, which I appreciate. You know what the thing is, Amanda? Would have had to have gone into the closet and it would have taken too long. So I just grabbed that robe and threw it on and hoped for That's the fair. best. So That's fair. I looked like every middle-aged suburban mom in every movie. <laughs> So that was cool. That's fun. That was cool. Uh, you know, sometimes we become uh, we become the future, and I think that is kind of cool. We are um, the future, baby. We are. The and Julia, future. the the first d twelve I've rolled today is a four. Okay. All right. So one. Or will you reset the premise real quick? So we are we are going through uh, tarot cards. If you haven't watched uh, the first version of this, go ahead back and watch it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so what we're doing is we are revising the deck of many things, which is very much based on the traditional tarot with a lot of differences because D&D &D is D&D &D and Wizards of the Coast is Wizards of the Coast. And a lot of the deck of many things tends to skew towards very traditional D&D, I would say, like experience points and uh, really paying attention to gold and cost of things and stuff like that. So what we wanted to do is focus on a deck of many things that is a little bit more uh, focused on role playing and consequences and the type of D&D that we enjoy playing here on Join the Party. So what we are doing, we have done about half the deck at this point. We are doing the other half of the deck today and uh, we're going to rock and roll it right now. So Amanda, Amazing. you've you rolled a four and uh, you have started with the lovers. Ooh. The sun, too bright against my card. Love those butts. Love those butts. Uh, As usual, love your deck. Yes, thank you. This, again, is the uh, the Modern Witch deck by... What was the name of the artist who did this? 
no, a number of patrons also shared their favorite decks in Discord, which is super cool. Yeah. So go ahead. And look I love for that. Um, but yeah, this is by Lisa Sturl. And they are a fantastic artist. And, like, all the cards are really cool. Uh, but, yeah, Amanda, the lovers. Let me pull up the lovers real quick uh, so that you can... Uh, tarot. Uh, so this is a card that is about being at a crossroads. Choices, commitment, falling in love, of course, and also partnerships. Hmm. Okay, first thought uh most always the best thought most uh severe thought do you have to pick an npc you've met in your campaign so far to become a permanent member of your party i think that's really cool is that too much no i kind of like that uh it also gives the dm an opportunity if they don't already have like the the dmpc yeah um to really like get a chance to be like okay well this is now a character who is maybe it like it is like depends on how open your players are but maybe this is a character who is like an npc that you've met or a random npc that you've met already falls in love with your character which is uh, funny yeah, and has yeah. consequences and like if if your table is that kind of table that you feel like that would be fun and wouldn't like cross any boundaries i think that's a really interesting way to do it it also can be like either comedic or fun and dramatic in whatever way that you would like i suppose yeah but... maybe it's an npc you've met so far develops a unbreakable allegiance to your character Ooh. and so you can choose if that's romantic if that's platonic if that's based in some kind of like shared you know backstory um or you know pantheon um or maybe you know based on past events this could be a fun way for the dm to kind of like tie back in a thread or advance a plot um that uh y'all have been avoiding uh and that they were planning on working on but i i think that uh creating connection like it's not a bad thing right like i don't want this to be a, a punishment for mm. the player but i do think it's a really interesting sort of like boon with teeth or like a you know suddenly you have to like account for this person and maybe you're all murder you know hobbits and you want to you know maybe you don't care that much about like human connection in the way that we do during the party but you know if if right now we said i think it's actually kind of a lot like campaign three where you know we are for the right pc npcs like adding them to the crew and that changes the calculation that people to think about and be worried about um but also folks who can fight on our behalf so i think it's it's got both kind of pros but also you know responsibilities to think about yeah i also think if you want to get into mechanics based stuff uh, there is i think rules in D&D about like I'm pretty sure there is a cleric thing that you can marry people and then they get a boon when like that those two characters are like near each other and oh, in really? combat. Uh, hold on, I think like it's how like in Stardew like... Valley your spouse can can water the dog and cat bowls. There you go. There you go. Hold on. Uh, I think it's commitment, marriage, D and D. Question oh my mark. God, do I even want to know about the mechanical consequences of marriage in Wizards of the Coast's Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> do you? Do you, though? Um, That's what we're here for. Hmm. Not arranged marriage. That's not it. I, I'll find this later. But uh, people, there, there definitely is some sort of mechanic that is part of like a cleric class or something like that yeah. where you can... Uh, marry a character and then you guys get like a i don't know like plus five temporary hp when you're mm -hmm. within like 30 feet of that character or something like that it's wild. just like marriage just like marriage i definitely get plus hp when i'm around jake oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i was All sick right. when eric was away a few months ago and i was like 
I'm simply going to die. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, do. I don't know how I did this before. And no. Now I'm, now I'm screwed. All right, Amanda, give me another roll of that, uh, that D12. That would be a two. Okay. That is the Empress. Oop. <laughs> that was great. My favorite part was the accent work. If you like that, you got to hear the rest of party planning by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash join the party pod. 